Welcome back to the Bible Study Girl podcast. I am Sarita. You probably know me as Bible Study Girl. And the initial welcome you heard was from the executive producer of this podcast, Bible Study Brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, people? It is I, Bible Study Brother, but I am also known as Icarus Gray over at Gray Area Anime. This is the most wonderful podcast of your day. If you want some good music, Icarus Gray Matter is out right now. And I am currently with two of the features in bible study girl and bible study mama are in the place to be you should also be in the place to be listening to these albums happy fall y'all happy fall y'all and bible study brother is right we are joined by a very very special guest today you guys are getting back to back bible study mama action um next week you will hear her as the special premier guest in a lovely bsg trivia game but today she is joining us because today is a very special day. It is September the 9th and September the 9th is the day that my great grandmother was born, Cleopatra Sumter. So we decided, oh my gosh, my mom and her sound effects. And her brick <laughs> sound effects. We've talked about this. We talked about this, but mama wasn't on here <laughs> and I don't think the episode has aired yet. We talked about that whoop whoop sound because I think I did. Did I do it? You did it, and I said you. Turned I it did it, mama. and I was like, "Oh, I sound like Mama." And then I, we talked about how it came from Brick, and you just mutated it to what it is. Whoop! Just what? Yeah, because we got the What's the name of the show? The middle. Middle. The name of the show is the middle. Yeah. <laughs> Which she was like, no, nah, it was Malcolm and I said, no, it was not. <laughs> it was right. Not. <laughs> but it was the middle, and Brick was a character on the show, and he made make the sound again, Joe. Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> and so Mama has just morphed it to whoop whoop. <laughs> and it would just be random, like, and it was because he was such a strange little kid, man. He was strange. He would just make that noise randomly, but Mama makes it as excitement, so. We'll let you in on a little <laughs> inside family family fun fact. Um, today, we, like I said previously, we are going to celebrate the life and the legacy of Cleopatra Sumter. You may not know if this is your first time listening to the podcast, but my mother was raised by my great-grandmother, and I was also raised by my great-grandmother for the first five years of my life because my mom is a teen mom she had me three days after high school graduation we have the summer together and then she went off to college and so the day-to-day raising nose wiping feeding you know putting to bed and stuff my great-grandmother did and so we definitely have that in common so I wanted mom to come on today and we're just going to talk about some of our favorite memories, our favorite times, uh, favorite things about her. Because although she is gone, she is definitely not forgotten. I think her, my great grandfather died when I was like 12. And that was really, really sad for me. And it's crazy to me that Joe doesn't remember our great grandfather. Well, I, our, I do. You do, but not. Not like how you would. I remember coffee. The best coffee, best uh, sugar and cream with coffee on the side in the world. Right. <laughs> um, and I remember um, leaving the hospital the day that we like knew he was gone. Like I v- will vividly always remember that. 
Right. So I, just I remember think getting on that her, and ugh, mama was crying. It was a whole thing. It was. It was sad. It was bad. It was not great. It was a no good day. I actually had to go to school that day though because we had testing. Um, and he stayed with us. And so I don't talk about him as much, I think, because he passed when I was 12. Mm. So my memories of my great grandmother persist and are much stronger because she passed when I was in my 20s. I think I was like 24. 2008. So, I, had... <clears throat> so yeah. I was yeah, I was 25 20... then. I was 25. 25. I was no, I was 19. 25 so um i love my great-grandfather i he just wasn't as vocal and verbal like we didn't talk as much um yeah. he was always there we just didn't talk as much like i was her i was my great-grandmother's road dog we went <laughs> everywhere together <laughs> we would get up in the morning i would help her make the biscuits and stuff for him and for us just as a family so i have lots of great memories for her of her and i want to celebrate her on her birthday and not be a day of womp womp sad tears which i probably still will cry but today i feel like i'm in a good place and yeah. i don't feel yeah, like crying but y'all might make facebook me. post no nah. I, I mean, I'm going to try not. I said, send me sad Facebook posts from certain people. I'm not going to say no names. Mama. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. Acu accusations being flown. <laughs> Dog, if y'all want somebody to enrage you or the day where you was just trying to be somebody. Matter of fact, random, random tension. So mama tells me some information. And I still don't know how I feel about that information. Still don't know. Like, and I think I talked to you about it, like, off air. No, uh, I don't think you have. It was a revelation of someone's passing. I thought I told you. Did you tell me or did she? I feel I like did. she told me. I told you. No, she didn't tell you. I know she didn't tell you. I did. But we'll talk about that later. That anyway, to... the, the tangent more so just to, to, to speak to her Facebook post. Like, I just, because of how... Every year that that was certainly mentioned, I do want to like bring a happier note to this because I just be like, mm. <sighs> but the thing is, Mama's entitled to her feelings and to feel her feelings and yeah, to share her for sure. I don't I'm um, not mad at overdoing it. So, Mommy, what was it like growing up with Cleopatra Sumter? We will compare notes. We'll compare and contrast because I my my raising I think was a little different. It sure was. Yours was definitely different. <laughs> Ooh, 100%. It was a whole new person. You know, the thing about Mom Patria is she always, you knew she loved you. Um, her actions were, were worth a million words, not a thousand, but a million words. Million, trillion, billion words, really. Um, she was a strong woman. And in was like my hero, basically my shero. Um, she went through a lot. I mean, I can remember the day when I believe it was Uncle Uncle when Uncle Ned died. It was the first time I really had, I, I guess, experience like of us. I knew Uncle Ned, but I didn't know. I mean, like I had met him, but I wasn't like. 
we didn't go down there down to his house as much. And I knew he had cancer. Uh, that much I did know. But, you know, I didn't really understand it because I think I may have been like seven or eight, something like that when, when Uncle Ned died. Um, and I guess a few years later, Uncle America's died. I may be getting the sequence of who died first wrong, but... Um, as the family historian, I should be able to correct you, but I cannot confirm or deny if your dates of death are accurate. My bad. I just remember that. So, Mom, you are talking to a whole audience that doesn't know who Ned and Americas are. They were her brothers, correct? They were her brothers. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Uncle Ned, like, both of them had lung cancer. Both of them were smokers or whatever, and they both died from lung cancer. Um. I remember Uncle Ness only because she said she knew when he passed because she had had a dream where she had seen a ship on a cloud and he was on the ship and waved bye to her. Oh, I've never heard the story before. And it just, you know, it was just. I don't know. It just, it touched me as a kid. And I can remember where it's kind of like we were in the car driving to, we were in Helena. I don't know where we were going to when she said it. And you know, it, it, during that time, we didn't have to wear seatbelts. We didn't wear seatbelts. Um, and I, it just seems like I was sitting like on that little hump or whatever in the mm-hmm. back seat, like on the floor. Mm-hmm. And listening to her talk. Oh, yeah. I remember how small I used to be when I could do that. I remember those days. In my mind, that's where I was. But, um, and and it may be a false memory. I do remember her. I remember the story time-wise. I mean, I don't know, you know, if I was actually in the car or whatever. But anyway, you know, just those kinds of things. Um, She made it a point to take us to her mom's house, Grandma Viola. Uh, where my cousins uh, Mumu, May Kathy, and uh, Glenn stayed. And so we would all, you know, play and stuff. And Grandma Valo didn't play. I mean, she was like one of those stern people. She, and Mama Patricia was the complete opposite. You know, she would laugh. You would, uh, and if she was for real when she swooped you now, that wasn't no play. She was very good at whooping people. <laughs> was she? Never. Oh yeah. Oh, honey. Yes, ma'am. She was that. good at it. She was. She had a master plan on that one. <laughs> no, nothing <laughs> about it. was. She was good on that. Well, that is uh, definitely one way that our childhood experiences were completely different. Because who would touch a sweet angel? Right. Right. I mean, right. I sure. wasn't no sweet angel, but I also that one wouldn't. You know, when didn't has never. Never got a woman. This is a complete side note, and I am gonna get back on track. But Joe, we had a whole discussion. For some reason, you know, we went out, me and Mama. For some mm-hmm. reason, we we were talking about childhoods and like who was a sweet kid. For some reason, they were thinking like you were like an angel, and I'm like, who? Hey, hey, hey! You know the birthday party we went to? Oh yeah. I mean, I'm I was like, sweet to people. I was sweet to like at times, but if it was just like if. If most times if there was nobody around that I knew or nobody around that at that, that childhood age I thought was cute or whatever, I'm acting like me. 
Yeah. Which means I want to go. I want to go look at stuff, and I just want to be entertained. (laughs) And if I'm not entertained, then I'm upset. Yeah. So that's tell you that. So back to Mama (laughs) Matron. I have to say stuff when it comes to me, though, y'all. Y'all know I'll be like, uh, because we'll forget it, man. And these are like not just you know spiritual journey moments. This is also uh, time capsule stuff for us. So. Time Council and his family legacy. You know, you look at the Bible and you see all of this genealogy and who is related to who and blah, blah, blah. And their stories are continuing to be told thousands of years later, literally. Like, you may not get all the details, but you know their names. And Cleopatra Sumter, also, most, I knew her as Mom Patry, but that's her full name. Uh, Mom Patry is part of the reason I am who I am today. And so... I'm going to speak her name. I'm going to celebrate her life. And if you don't like it, you don't have to listen. Yeah, you're being weird. That, uh, Donnie, we ain't even got to acknowledge all that. I have a question, though, for you. So mm-hmm. it, is, it, is, it is very understood to me how uh, the reception for the Queen baby, Sarita, uh, was amongst oh my, my family. Goodness. Uh, <laughs> but I, I don't ask much about, like, what people, like, said, thought, did, cared about. Because I have stories but I don't have like, you know, kind of, you know, did Mom Patrick say anything to you or um, a memory you have like before I was born or like like right when I was born with her that like means something to you? I don't, I don't recall that. You know, part of the thing was, is I was. I was in my senior year of college when I had you. So mm. it was like more of you going to get, you, girl, you got to go on out of school kind mm-hmm. of a thing, you know, like, but nothing. Patron was big on education. That was yeah, crazy. she was so big. I mean, that was like her, her mantra. You are, you have to go to college. You have to get out of college. You have to graduate. Not just go. I need you to graduate from college, um, and I and she pushed that so so much that I I believe every every family member helped get me through school, um, either by you know making sure Sarita had clothes. Whatever. Um, See how easy we fall back into the legacy that is Queen, my sister. Gosh, I'm joking. This is the Bible, but I mean, she was there for five years. You were only there for like six months, six or seven months, six six months maybe. Because I had you were born in November. I graduated (laughs) in May. You didn't know they gave you away for six months of your life. I didn't know I was down there that long. I mean, I knew I you were down. You were down there. A long time. But I thought like because I knew there were moments like we have the, the famous Aunt Gail story uh, which <laughs> at some point I'm going to get her And you tell. wouldn't and, and the thing is is you wouldn't remember because you were a baby. You were a baby. I know that's why I'm um, but asking. But you were down there part of the time I mean you would go and stay down there sometimes because one time mama called and said is something wrong with him he's not able to walk and i'm like he's not able to walk mama you don't she's like he's he's dragging his leg like (laughs) dragging his leg what is going on and so i made an appointment up here for you to come see the doctor or whatever 
And I don't know if they had taken you to the doctor down there, too. Basically, it was just one of those things, Joe. You just, hey, I don't feel like walking, so drag my leg. <laughs> Mom Patrick was concerned about you. Uh, like, he was concerned. She was concerned yeah, she's like, this, this new one you just sent down here? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, and they were like, she was so concerned one other time because uh, 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 you were crying. I mean, just <laughs> crying and crying and crying. <laughs> would not stop crying. And she called Aunt Doris and Aunt Doris was like, I don't know what's wrong with the boy. I don't know. And so Aunt Doris got you in the car and once you got in the car, you were like, okay, we're cool now. <laughs> and they said as soon as like they started driving, I like fell asleep and they was like, this boy just wanted to go on a ride. So those are my story, but I was thinking maybe there was like something, a gem or something that hadn't like been uncovered that I didn't know. Cause I know those, cause those get told all the time about how they, they thought I was like slow and just couldn't learn and all this other stuff. I like you, you would think that I was the most S a uh, sped kid in the world. You would think. And there's only, no. I almost said something about <laughs> anyway. No. Don't. Anyway, <laughs> but so, it wasn't me. That's all. I can, there we go. It's not. So, I, but you know, you were a really cute baby. Like super cute. She was kill. Well, you know, like the first time she took you to the doctor, mm-hmm. they checked you, and then they went back out and came back, and she was like, "I know what they're doing." They were looking at your testicles to make sure you were black because, you know, Mom Patrick's brown. She was brown <laughs> and you were very light complexed. So like your mother. <laughs> <laughs> so she said they came in and then they looked and they went back out and they came back in. <laughs> I was like, these people crazy down here. Okay, so but that's anyway. a new story. I had no idea. That's new. Very yeah. embarrassing, but but new. Yeah. It is. Mom, you know we on the whole podcast. Mm-hmm. I, I do know that. Yeah. I don't think you know, you life do. is life is life. And then you know, we we live in a society where yeah. people that, that sounded a lot like the, the carpet matching the drapes is what that sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little color child. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you look at you know, like when babies are born, you look at the color. Hey, hey, hey mom, 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 nurse, we got nurse, we got it. Okay. Come on, yeah, get back you. on, get back to the stores. <laughs> but anyway, you know, like, <laughs> but she raised basically every grandchild. Not if she didn't raise them, she kept them a lot, a mm. lot, a lot, a lot. She I... raised me, but um, she kept a lot of. So what do great, you think the grands and the great grands? So what do you think is one thing that you learned from her that has carried you? One thing that. When you think about her, you think of this thing. It could be like a personality trait of hers. It could be something that she said that you just cannot forget. It could just be anything that you feel like is part of her legacy and what she left behind, what lives on. I I think perseverance and tenacity are the things that really stick out to me. Um and especially when she was battling cancer, it was just, she was so strong. 
And, um, you know, you always think that there's this per a person in your life that's never going to die. Oh, she was definitely one of those for me. And I, mean, I just, even me. though I knew it was going to happen, mm. I just never thought it was going to happen. You know what I'm saying? L I couldn't wrap my head around the fact that she would literally die. I couldn't either, honey. She would be, what, that was 95, 96 right now? Something uh, like that. Because she, she died when she was 80. 80. Yeah. So 93. Yeah. She um... And in my mind, like, nah, dog, you was going to be one. No, she'd be 95. It's been 15 years. Yeah, that's wow, I, that's crazy. That's why I was like, oh, no, nah, you going to be 200 with my great greats or my great great greats. I will Making say, a quote for it, I will agree with you, mama. I, it just was inconceivable to me that she would never know my husband and she would never know my children. Like, she was a person that was going to live. Long, 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 long. And I do right. realize I do realize the privilege that I have because most people don't even know their great-grandparents. Most people don't know their grandparents. Right. Most people don't know their grandparents. So to be able to spend 25 years with my great-grandmother, wow, that's a tremendous blessing. I just couldn't imagine life without her. I couldn't imagine our family functioning as a whole without her. She, I will say for myself personally, and Bible study brother, I want you to share your one thing. Mm. I think for me personally, the one thing that lives on beyond her is her love for family and her love yeah. for family connection. Like she was all about, we gonna, we got, we got, we are going to stay together. And I think that is something that I can hear her whispering in my head when my whole entire family is getting on my nerves. Like, we all we got. You know, this is family. We stick together. Because, you know, you talked about her brother's passing. She truly loved her family. Family was yeah. everything to her. Absolutely. Um, and so, for me, that's something that, that lives on it. I hear whispering in my head, like I said, when everybody getting on my nerves. But, like, this is my family, and I do need to do the best that I can to preserve my family. You got yours, bro? Yeah. Um, it's going to be the quilts because I remember, like, and this is, like, not understanding time and, and everything that, that went on in our lives and the changes that we had to make. I was under the assumption, I like, I keep hearing all these stories about quilts that were made for babies, and everybody got a baby quilt, and this, that, and the third, and I'm like, oh, this one is mine, and then Sarita would quickly be like, nope, this one was made for me, this one, and mom was like, nah, that one was made for me, so, you know, I'm like, but these things feel so good, so it wasn't until I graduated when grandma made two quilts for me, um, that the uh okay let me try and get through this in a good way because it oh you can cry time. if you need to brother i, I just can, i wasn't really trying to and i'm not i know i'm not saying something <laughs> that i should be getting all but they you just when i finally got mine you just feel the love and it's not something that you can really explain like there's a um not a broadway play but a play called quilts that we went to see, we all went to see at some point at uh, the Arkansas Repertory the Theater. And it's the closest thing you can get to like an explanation of like what quilts mean uh, for us. And for me, that was a special moment because for me, since I'd only got six months, 
in terms of that. And I got other times with her, but I didn't get the same, you know, connections in my mind because like kid wise, you, you know, time and all this other stuff that stood above everything because it was like, bro, that that's amazing. You know, in terms of what I felt in terms of like the glow that I had about me, like that's all I want. Like I don't want no money. Like, and she, I remember when she was asking me like what colors I wanted, and I just said blue and white because those blue white, black, you know, those are my favorite colors. She was like, "That's all." I said, "Yep, that's all." Like, and so then she made it, and then when she when she came out with the second one, and that's blue white and a little bit of red and and, and everything or whatever, and I was just like, "Man, I feel like I felt like I got." It didn't matter what else I got. I didn't care about anything else. I just wanted to start getting these moments with her and the um the love and the the uh, come on now man. The best moments that I have that are just like us are, you know, going and sitting with her when she was getting chemo and um, I remember like driving up there because I had the time at that point, you know, because I was back home or whatever. And I, I was in school, but I wasn't like, you know, I, I had time to do this. And we're just sitting there talking and I'm doing my best to kind of understand what she's saying, because at that point, grandma was, is so country. <laughs> and I could hardly ever understand what her and that Hershey were saying most of the time. But like this time, I'm just sitting here and I'm just kind of listening and. Talking to her and it just was special because it felt like that was something for me. With in the middle, middle of all this stuff, like you know, I got stories of like how I was this person's baby and so on and so forth. But like having that time with her, having um, the quilt, it's just the legacy of love. Like you, I still feel it. It doesn't matter if I'm laying under my quilt, it's just because how well made they are. And like we literally have quilts they are that are well made. 20 to 30 years old at this 40 point. 40 years old. How old am I? You 40 know. years old, yeah. And still hanging on, baby. You know, like, even if there's, like, even if, like, one of the uh, the tiles or what, patches or what, what would you call them? Um, a like piece. A square? Is a square even squares. if squares is, like, kind of coming off, it doesn't deteriorate, like, how well this quilt is. And it doesn't come off. It's just hanging. <laughs> you know and uh that that to me was the the thing that the, the biggest part of her legacy in terms of like i could just sense the joy and i got to experience that you know like as i'm becoming a teenager and stuff and so whether it was those two things the love and we we talked i believe we talked about panama city on here before and in, in terms of that we being have. the funniest memory of ever like can i say something before uh, you get off the quilts yeah we are a tangential family. We will go off on the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you said quilts, I'm like, OMG. I think that's one of the things that strikes me the most at yeah. big moments in my life. She's not there to give me a quilt. And that makes me sad every time. Like anytime something big happens, I'm like, she's not there. For every graduation, mm-hmm. I got a quilt, baby. Like just for any... Because, you know, like I said, she was big on education. So any mm-hmm. big event, oh, it's going down. Oh, no. Now, now, that you, now that you got on this little tangent, because I got to go ahead and, and shame you. So I was like my wedding. I was good. 
you know, I, I had a, a bit of sadness about the people that weren't there, but it wasn't until I get to my uh, licensing uh, when I got to preach. My sister hands me this book <laughs> full of pictures. Like she made a, uh, what do they call it? Uh, the scrapbook. Thank like you. Like a scrapbook? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she had a scrapbook. And so in the area of like, of, uh, in memorandum or in memory of it doesn't have section. a in memory of it doesn't what have I it but it was that section talk- of people it wasn't in the book though i put them on the tables in the reception i later transferred them to the book but i had oh the, the first time but either way that yeah that that was the first time where something hit me so hard like hard and i'm like Oh, why? Like, bro, I was able to get through this because at some point I had kind of accepted the fact of those things. It still stings. But that one, because I know that that would have been, I know that would have been something for her. Yeah, 100%. And, like, and I know that that would have been, you know, something that was magic. Because I know how much it meant for grandma. Um, You know, I still read the stuff from Aunt Linda and everybody else that wrote stuff, but I know that that would have been something that made her heart rejoice and just, yeah. So yeah, right, and I'm done taking up she off, never, so. she never missed a graduation. I no. mean, like nobody's. Mm-mm. You know, I could get emotional and tear up on y'all and cry, but you know, when I got my master, she was sick, mm-hmm. going through cancer, and she sat in front of the stove in a chair and cooked my favorite meal because I was going off to Georgia. Like, she loved family and she sacrificed. Like, I didn't ask her to cook for me. She was like, no, you're going to get this quilt and I'm going to make you something to eat or you carry <laughs> yourself to a different state because you think you're grown. If I had known, again, like I said, I could not have imagined that she was going to die. I knew she had cancer, but she ain't dying. Oh, no, nah, bro. You, know you beating saying? it. Like, all right, cool. What What do they do? What is the cure? There was never a doubt in my mind that she was going to survive. And so if I had known, I would have never moved. Oh, I know. I would have never moved. I would have never moved. But it never well, even Here's the thing, though. She lived a long time because you, you moved from Augusta to Houston. Right. Um... But I never would have done any of that if I had known, like, this is all the time I'm going to have left. I would not have done. Did God know what he's doing? Because I would have, baby, mm-mm, mm-mm, I'm right here. I will say, though, even with that, though, I did get to spend a lot of time with her in her last years. Like, I came home all the time. Y'all were getting together as a family once a month just to kick in and celebrate people's birthdays. So, it's but not then, like so even with that, that was the impetus for us doing that is so that we could spend time with her, you know, once a month that she could be with her family. She could be with all of us, you know. Um, and then when her health started getting a little bit, you know, worse where she wasn't really able to travel, because we even had some parties here in Little Rock. But um, yeah. I think when she got a little bit more where she was sick more, we started doing it every three months so we wouldn't t- tire her out. 
But yeah, um, yeah. I she left a tremendous legacy. She loved the Lord. She loved her family. She was very caring. Um, Mama said she would whoop people. That ain't my. Then what me? Her her children have whooped me more than like she never touched me. Her children handled all of that. Uh, me and my patron were cool like that. Like, why? I know she had to whoop my cousins, though. I ain't gonna even lie. I ain't gonna call them out by name, but I know she is. I know for sure one of them. Oh, for <laughs> sure. Um, she had to wear out. Um, but she left. She left a tremendous legacy. Um, oh, God, miss her the world may not know her, but she <laughs> means the world to me. She uh, means the world to me. So I'm thankful that. You know, Kane had her bridal shower on my Patriot's birthday, and I was like, "Oh, I mean, that's not why she did and it." She but got I was to meet like, her, though, "Which was another huh? thing." I'm thankful that she got to meet her. She did mm-hmm. at Mama's fortieth. Oh, her- she sure did. She sure did at Mama's fortieth birthday party. Mm-hmm. I, like that. I, that's probably why, like heart wise, I'm not like because I feel like. I don't know. You know, people be knowing stuff. And while my grandmother knew that we would break up, I think I don't remember. I remember them. I don't remember. I don't remember if I asked her what she thought about her or what. But I know we had some conversation or like me introducing her um, in the little area or whatever. But that was that was special to me because she did get to meet like our family like our the the a big huge chunk of our family and friends yeah she did she did i forgot about that i had harassed kanae for mama's 40th i've been harassing her for a long time yeah even (laughs) even when at that time you wasn't really sure whether or not you liked or not you was just like hey no it wasn't no no, i'm not saying i'm not saying like beef i'm just saying like more so like you know you kind of knew like y'all been dating for a little while but well, no, my thing was I I have a production to put on. Yeah, you got a girlfriend. I'm gonna use her. It yeah. was not. That's what I'm saying. That's why I was like, it was. That's why it was, it was so cool, and like everybody was like there, and it was so much fun. And you know, she looked great that day. You know, she had on. You know, she be showing out when she get dressed up. She come through showing out. Um. Yeah, you know, so, so she left a yeah. tremendous legacy, a legacy of love, and I can't forget her. I appreciate her. She's the reason I'm an old lady today. Uh, mama. <laughs> you up early in the morning making biscuits from scratch. Oh. Baby, the life. Dip them in butter. I'm still well, laughing how you like said oil. every time that you was just crying at the funeral because you realized, harder at the funeral because you realized you weren't going to get to eat her cooking no more. Wait a minute. <laughs> I hadn't even processed uh, that part of grief, but somebody, somebody got said, but Was somebody it at the repass? No, it was at, oh, it no. was at the funeral. Somebody got up there and, and I was said, like, I miss I her. Sure love Miss Patriots. And I was like, wait, what? I think it was Carl. <laughs> no, nah, nah, it was somebody that was not Oh, my family. God. You know what I just almost did in my brain? That's on, like, I don't know who I listen to this, but I almost went, yep, yep. I'm glad you did, brother. It was somebody that was not in the family. It was not Carl. It was somebody that wasn't in the family. They were talking about how back in the day they used to go to Patriot House. They called it Miss Patriot. Miss Patriot House all the time. And she would have some. I don't even remember what they named. And I'm telling you, you talking about somebody that boohoo cried at that point? (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) I don't know. Uh, 
before we get off of here, because these last two episodes, man, we've been we've been on y'all for this time. But uh, Mama is, I there's so many stories that I know that you have that you're just not thinking of because they're they're probably just regular smegula to you. But what new anything do you have that you like can think of that you maybe haven't shared with us or uh, didn't talk about like a special moment that y'all had or like where y'all was praying, like, or just anything. It was like, uh, do you have anything like that? And while you're thinking about it, I can share one of my special moments. Um, Like I said, my patron was a beast with cooking. One thing that she used to make, though, that I need to, like, try and make myself, is she used to make, I guess they call it sun tea, like she would put tea bags and some water oh. and we would sit it outside. It was a jug. We would sit it outside in a jug and it would let it, you know, let the Steep tea seep yeah. down and marinate. But that tea, when I tell you, and you know, she woo, 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 fixed it up. Uh, it was delicious. Chef's kiss. Like I loved it. I loved, um, I'm letting mama think. We I didn't love this part, but it was part of our duties. Like when we were driving down the road, mm-hmm. and she saw cans on the side of the road for all y'all mm-hmm. people that litter. We I would have to get out and get the can and put it in the bag, in the bag. and we right, would put the bag out full. We would take it down to the recycling place, but like that was one thing that we did. Uh, That's that and um, she was big with. We didn't go to a whole lot of grocery stores, and I mean like. By the time we was around, like, Walmart and stuff was around, we would go sometimes, but we also went to, like, farmer's markets and stuff. Like, and it would be in, out of the middle of nowhere. Like, you I can, think we were in Mariana, my friend. You just felt like we were in the dog, middle of nowhere. we was in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> dog, we was in the middle of nowhere. Whatever, I, whatever yeah, road we would, would go be and, like, on. Yo, and we would get these the tubs of it. I mean, now granted, at the time you would kind of be like, "Well, is wasn't the ride the work? Wasn't the ride my work?" And you already knew that when you got back, it's you in them buckets. Gotta share. Oh, I, I I lied. My favorite memory though is the simplest stuff ever, which is putting clothes on the line. Was one of the was I love funniest thing in the world, bro. Like, oh my God, it smells so good. Yo, so good. So I love good, the bro. smell to this day. I love the smell of clothes that have been out in the. Oh man. Because we had a washing machine, but we didn't have a dryer. So we had to dry our clothes on the line. I missed that. Dog, and it was like. Not so from a practicality fun. standpoint. Like, thank you, Lord, for the washing dryer I have now. But it is, it's a different smell. It's a different. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. You know they be trying to get the clean linen scent, but it's not. It's not the same. Not the same. And she had a um, the the scrubbing thing. Yeah, I never saw her use that. You didn't. I no. have. I know I have to get, but it was only when like you had something like with a real stain or something on there. Probably one of your pieces of clothing that makes Pro- sense. You would have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah. So that that was. That was one of my big memories and having those times because it would always just smell like so great. And like, I know I would get so scared of sitting with her and daddy Hershey sometimes just because I couldn't understand what they were saying. Because sometimes they would speak so low. 
they spoke my language, man. We let me tell you, we watched, we had a schedule. We watched the stories every day. I knew mm-hmm. everything that was going on with Victor Nam, like General Hospital, all my children, those are my people. We were an ABC family. <laughs> um, Dr. Red Duke on the news every night, uh, Wheel of Fortune. Like we had a schedule. We had a we had a beautiful life. I had a great upbringing. <laughs> Dog, listen. That was amazing. But have you had no time to think of something, Mama? Yeah, I I think um, the advice she gave me when I got got the divorce. Yeah, she's very she was very opinionated. Dog, I hadn't even in my brain. I don't even like. Even though I know, like one of the pivotal moments in my memory of that time is listening to you know Mama on repeat after you had like you was just. Ah. I, I gotta go. I gotta go. And I was like, oh no, I'm being losing Isaiah right in front of my eyes. And <laughs> you weren't doing hey, nothing. Buddy, I'm glad you feel, brother. Uh, but you weren't doing nothing but going down there. So I, I've never even thought about this until now. Continue. Sorry. It was just a, the most amazing revelation in my mind. But just the, the advice she gave me, um, the poignant statements that she made. <laughs> I guess we're getting those off. <laughs> I can't run. Okay. Don't say him, girl. Don't I'm say not. him. Because he ain't We'll gone. not. Well, not to this day. Uh, but you can tell me when we get off this recording. Oh, will. But she gave me, she did, she gave me great advice and uh, she was very encouraging. Um, you know, our family tends to talk amongst themselves. Oh, always. Everybody is And And you know, she she divorced some things, but anyway, it was just it was really. But she was so encouraging, you know. Like, you know, she was my yeah. grandma. She was my mama. That was my mama. She was you know, mama. so. She was my mom. That's all. I mean, I knew who my mother was, but she was my mama. And. um but yeah, she's. I, I don't. I don't think. I, I saw, and I would laugh after after you were born, and she just to see the transformation in her countenance. Oh, you mean the favorite one was born, not me? Okay, I understand. I'm not. I'm not the favorite. I'm I just was the first you, baby in a minute. She was the first baby too. in a long time. So me too. Yeah, you were from you to me. That was it. From it was from you to me. That's right. right. You're right. Like I know her, and then I was, then I was only me until that last. This last set of cousins. Well, not last set, but keep talking about the transformation, Ma. She became. Yeah, I was just messing with you. But But, you know, it it was at that point when I would come home from college, and she'd be like, "You say I love you, Granny." She said, "I love you," and I'm just like, "Wait a minute, where did it come from?" <laughs> she never said I love you <laughs> in words. <laughs> and then, you know, just the we ate home. I mean, we ate homemade meals a majority of the time. The only time we really got like McDonald's or Sonic or something like that is if we had to go to Helena and we had a doctor's appointment or something and we were down there, she would just get us something then, or if we were like doing our monthly grocery shopping and we were going to be down there all day and we would get that the rest of the time we ate homemade meals with desserts and all of that 
Mm-hmm. So, um, not pizza, not tacos. And I came home one time and you done made tacos. You made what? <laughs> you made what? You made pizza? Oh my gosh. I mean, it was a whole different. I'm like, who are you? <laughs> what did you do with my mama? Right. We had <laughs> meal. I was just going to say, as much as I joke, out. Sarita did change the entire atmosphere of our family from that point. Just. Okay. It, and I, I found this on the web for Sarita. It did change whoa, the entire whoa, whoa, atmosphere. No, no. Check it out. Siri, get, get out of here. Um, Siri had to get in on it, baby. She did not. Uh, um, but yeah, I don't know that I changed the entire atmosphere. Oh no, you did. You, I, I do. So listen, I do know I had a grand time with my patriot. We kicked it hard. Do you hear me? <laughs> listen, let me tell you something. So you are you're not just the translator in a lot of ways between the the trio of us. You were created in a lot of ways to be the bridge for so much stuff. And you are like you're the bridge between first cousins and, and you know now cousins, and you're the bridge between um, you know family get-togethers and and like what the expectation was and things that we could do and wanted to do uh, because like when you wanted to do something and you put your mind to it, like I can feel the energy about like well it's time to make it happen. You know what I'm saying, and that's that what I, that's what I, I mean a, by like you changed that atmosphere. Not to I say that it a, wasn't there, but like you really brought it to fruition to me. I I will say that if I want it to happen, it's going down. Yeah, and I do know that about myself. So, my patriot, we love you. We yeah, are grateful you. for your life and your legacy. We're grateful for your love, your quilts, your food, your sayings. Like we had a whole thing of her sayings on her funeral program because she has to ring tail to this baby. We thank you for all of that. Your legacy lives on. We um, And your faith, your faith lives on as well. We are grateful for you and all that you've done. Happy Heavenly Birthday. Happy Heavenly I pray birthday. that it is heaven is better than we could have ever imagined that's all i got and we will see you on the other side of glory yes lord and when i get to like we just we we had a great sermon recently that just kind of made me think about that differently than what i used to think about it as a kid because as a kid i was like just feeling like i'm not gonna know anything about who who I was or what what happened. I'm just going to be this new creature that's, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So in a better explanation that our pastor kind of did, I was just like, oh, like, no, like. Your spirit is your spirit. Like, that's I'm, who you are. You know, like, I just won't be fighting with flesh every day, but I'm like me and I'm not like going to have like this draw to, to, to anything that ain't, you know, uh, God and like I'm gonna get to see bruh listen but I'm not gonna like cry about it because I'm not like feeling this I'm just gonna be in a uh, glory to glory be but anyway uh, I said all that I enjoyed this episode I enjoyed learning some new things about our great grandmother I hope you guys enjoyed like just having this kind of journey I hope that maybe it illuminates somebody for you or maybe gives you um, a glimpse at just the love that is in people then and there's way more love than there is um hate and everything else so just you know i hope that we got to share something good with you 
if you want to hit us up on the socials, all those things are down there in the description. Make sure that you go and subscribe to the YouTube channel, which is increasingly growing. We are uh, going to be well over 100 subscribers by the time this episode comes out. I'm just claiming it right now. Um, and therefore, I'll start saying the new slug um, by the next episode that you get because you won't have one that <laughs> that is that is new with the stuff on there. But uh, if you want to get in contact with us, hit us up at Bible Study Girls 2019 at gmail.com or on our Facebook where you can message us there. Uh, Bible Study Brother and Bible Study Girl share the account. Just saying that for people who may need to get in touch with us because you're always getting in touch with us. Um, and remember, it is not I that preach. What? 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 Go ahead, brother. What? What's going on? Did I do something wrong? Because it's not I preach. Yeah, go ahead. I'm just laughing because he gives that disclaimer. So if you contact Bible Study Girl on the Facebook page or Instagram, we both get those messages and we both read them. He's trying to weed out the men is what he's trying to What? No, I would never like because they're Are you separating the tear from the wheat. He is, he's trying real hard, but stuff be slipping by him. I'm just I'm saying it before I start responding. Well, if you're responding, you're responding as Bible study girl. So Okay. You know. <laughs> okay. Um, but it's not I preach, it's not you preach, but we preach. And until we meet again, guys, keep preaching. Don't be afraid to reach out. We'd love to talk to you for real, for real.